You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 50, Non-Awkward Ways to Start a Conversation at a Networking Event. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Leadership Pod. We are at the 50th episode today of The Leadership Pod. I can't believe we are already at 50 episodes. It feels like we should have some kind of a party and celebration for the 50th episode, but we're not. I want to thank you for listening, for downloading all of these episodes, for being a valued listener if you've listened to more than one of these episodes. And if this is the first time you are listening, then thank you for joining us. And I really hope you enjoy this episode too. So today we will be talking about a topic that I know will help many of you out there, especially those who are more introverted, those who don't like networking. That is the topic of today's episode. It's all about networking. It's all about how to start conversations at networking events. Now, I know that networking events have been put on hold for many of us, for many people all around the world. Now, for us in Australia, our restrictions are a lot less than in many other countries, so we are still able to attend networking events. Personally, I'm not, but many people are at the moment. I am confident that it will turn around at some stage and you will be able to attend a networking event, an in-person networking event at some stage wherever you are in the world. So I wanted to prepare you for that moment, prepare you for that time because networking is a very important part of succeeding in leadership and in business. When I was in the corporate world, I knew nothing about networking. I didn't know that it was important. I didn't know how to do it. And to be honest, I never went to an external networking event outside of my company. And I'm ashamed to say that I attended internal functions within Deloitte. That's who I was working for. I networked inside the company, but I never stepped outside of the company to meet other people in the industry or other people in different industries. As a business owner, this is one of the key aims of networking, and that is to expose yourself to new people, either inside your industry or in other industries. So it's really the key to expanding your network, to getting to know new people, getting your face around and growing your visibility and also your influence. This is something that many people overlook. Now, the whole concept of networking outside of your company, outside of your industry is more of an advanced level of networking. I won't be talking about that in this episode. I might do it in a future episode, but I do want you to start thinking about that for yourself at the moment. Just think about whether you do currently network only inside your company, only inside your your industry, or whether you do venture out into other industries to meet new people in other areas. 
When I started my business in 2012, I was completely new to networking. And as a business owner, I knew that it was important. I knew that if I wanted to get clients, I had to get out there. I had to meet people. But I didn't know what events to go to. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know what to say when I met somebody. I went along anyway, even though I knew I had these hurdles in front of me. I jumped outside of my comfort zone and I signed up to a number of networking events. And at that time, when I started my business, it was a real step outside of my comfort zone because I started my business when I was living in France. If you haven't listened to the earlier, the very early episodes of this podcast, you may not know my story, but I lived in France for five years and that is where I started my business executive impressions. Now, I could speak French. I am not a fluent, I do not speak, you know, a native level of French, but I can manage to live, I can manage to get around there. But when I first went there and when I started my business, my level of French was a lot less, a lot lower than what it is right now. I still signed up to networking events. I still got out there. I still went to networking events and I met a lot of people. So because of the language barrier, starting conversations for me was a lot more difficult. When I came back to Australia, I made networking a priority because I knew nobody in Perth. I did not have any connections here in Perth when I moved back here. And I knew that networking was really the only way for me to make connections, to get people to enroll in my workshops that I was holding at that time, or to sign up to my coaching programs. I went to a lot of networking events. I spent a lot of money on networking events. A lot of them were luncheons or breakfasts, and sometimes they did cost around $100 for your ticket. And on top of that, of course, there's parking and then there's your time going to the event. I went along to these events anyway. I I saw it as a kind of investment in my business, in my future. And I tried all sorts of conversation starters when I went to these events from, you know, general conversation starters, the more traditional ones to the kind of fun and different conversation starters that you might have heard other people recommend you to use. Now, I found what felt more natural to me was the more traditional ways of starting conversations. And this is what I mean when I talk about non-awkward ways to start conversations. And that's what this episode is really about. I've been exposed to people who've tried the fun conversation starters, the different conversation starters. And as a listener, they always made me feel awkward. Last week's episode, I mentioned about a lady who started at a networking event who started asking me about my biggest business problems that I face within the first 30 seconds of meeting her. And this was way too early in the connection to start that kind of conversation. So this is one of the examples, what I mean by the the different, the fun or different conversation starters that some people might recommend you to use. Then there are other people who don't really ask you any questions, who only talk about what they do, who are very pushy, who are very salesy at networking events. And you don't want to be like that either because you're meeting someone for the first time. You have to show interest in them. In order to show interest, you have to ask them questions. So I'm sure you can relate to some of these networking archetypes. You do meet a lot of 
you know, different people when you go to networking events. So I'm sure you can relate to what I'm saying here and probably have your own version of some interesting people you've met at networking events or interesting questions you've been asked at networking events. So I found the safest way to start a conversation at a networking event is to use the more traditional ways of starting a conversation and to ask non-threatening questions. So I'll get into that in this episode. Now, what do I mean by non-threatening questions? Well, these are questions that do not make the other person feel uncomfortable. You have to remember that you are there at the networking event to connect with people. If you want to connect, you have to make the other person feel comfortable around you not intimidated, not threatened, not scared that they're going to be caught out with an invasive conversation partner. And by asking them a question, it gets them talking. It gets them expanding on their life. So all you have to do is listen and respond and then follow up with more questions. And this is perfect for introverts because what happens here is you get the other person to do all the talking so you don't have to. I found that there are three safe categories your questions can come from, the non-awkward questions that you can ask. So the first one is traditional questions. The second is work-related questions. And the third is event-related questions. And that's what we're going to delve into in this episode. But before you get into the questions, at a networking event, you have to start off with the introductions. You have to introduce yourself and you have to ask the other person what their name is. This is the first thing you should do. It's simple. I don't think I really need to explain how to introduce yourself because you are a professional. But what I do is I walk up to somebody who looks approachable, who looks interesting, and I say, hi, my name's Kara. What's your name? Now, normally, you know, pre-COVID times, I would offer my hand for a handshake. Nowadays, that is a lot more complicated for obvious reasons. So whether you do that or not, it's up to you. It's up to the, the environment you are currently in right now. But without a doubt, introducing yourself must be the first thing that you do. You can also offer your business card at this time when you first meet somebody. And this is really helpful if you have a complicated name or even if you don't have a complicated name, it can really help the other person to see your name written on the card. It will help them to remember it better so they can use it throughout conversation. And it's also a good chance for you to ask for the other person's card so you can see their name as well and less chance of you forgetting their name during conversation. So once you've introduced yourself, then you can delve into the questions. And the first type of question you can ask is the traditional questions. Now, there's a reason people use traditional questions and they've been using them for a long time. It's because they work. They're not unexpected. They are not going to put people on guard because you're asking them something invasive or out of the ordinary. When you are meeting someone for the first time, you need to make them feel safe. You need to get them to open up and talk to you more. If you scare them by asking intimidating questions, they'll put up their natural defense mechanism and it will be much harder for them to open up and continue the conversation with you so you can get to know more about them. So your priority is to make them feel safe and to make them feel relaxed. Now you do this by asking expected questions by asking questions that are not out of the ordinary. Now you can probably guess two of the questions that I'm going to share with you are, what do you do? That's a great one. Another one is, what line of work are you in? 
These two questions are very traditional and they work. Now, I know many of you have heard of them. You've probably used them yourself. There are some people out there who don't like these questions, who don't recommend using these questions because they think it makes them sound boring and like everybody else. But my opinion on that is your aim when you're networking isn't to sound interesting. It isn't to show off to the other person your wit and your intelligence. Your aim is to connect with them, to make them feel comfortable with you so they keep on talking. And the traditional questions of what do you do, what line of work are you in, they are safe questions that you shouldn't feel embarrassed about using. They work and they will definitely make the other person feel safe and comfortable around you. The next set of questions that you can use at networking events are work-related questions. So the purpose of work-related questions is to know more about the details of somebody's job or somebody's professional background. So some things you could ask are, how long have you been working in XYZ industry? Where did you do your studies? What do you like best about your job? These types of questions are aimed to get the other person talking about their job and their background. People generally like to talk about their background. You know, whenever someone asks me about where I studied, about what I studied, uh, what I like best about my job, it gives me the opportunity to reflect on my professional decisions, on my professional background, and even on my education. And when you get people to reflect on their life, It makes them feel important. It makes them feel that you are really interested in them and in their life. And you're not trying to push your objectives onto them. You are simply interested in them. You just want to have a genuine conversation so you can learn more. The other benefit of these types of questions is they're not invasive. You're not asking somebody, what was the most difficult problem you've had to deal with in your job? You're not getting them to focus on negative stuff, only positive stuff, which helps keep the conversation positive and helps make you look like a positive person and give a positive first impression as well. The next group of questions are event-related questions. So these are really great to use because you are at the event with the other person. Obviously, you have that commonality. So why not leverage that as a conversation point? And you can ask things like, have you been to this event before? How did you find out about this event? Have you met many other people tonight? These types of questions can trigger answers like, no, I've never been to this event before. A friend told me about it and we decided to come together. And then you can jump in and ask more questions like, oh, so your friend is here tonight. Do you work together? And it can trigger an answer like, yeah, I come to this event every month. I'm a regular which can lead you to ask more questions like, well, what do you like so much about this networking event? So event-related questions are really handy. You are both at the event. You have that common element together that you can share and you can use as a conversation point. So it's not hard to ask the right questions at a networking event, you know, to get the conversation started. Your questions certainly don't have to be the most innovative, the most creative or the most original questions around there. 
And I think this is something that stops a lot of people from networking and from making connections at networking events because online media and social media has told them that they can't ask people, what do you do? That it's a boring question that everybody asks and they should ask something different at a networking event. But these questions and these conversation starters that I've shared with you in this episode have worked for so many successful business people for such a long time. And there's a reason. It's because they work. If they work for them, they will work for you too. So to quickly recap, introduce yourself at the networking event. Ask traditional questions. What do you do? What line of work are you in? Ask work-related questions like how long have you been working in XYZ industry? Where did you do your studies? What do you like best about your job? Ask event-related questions like, have you been to this event before? How did you find out about this event? And have you met many other people tonight? And if you do want to learn more about how to network, what events to go to, the goals to set, and more about starting, continuing, and ending conversations, then do check out my Business Etiquette 101 Social Skills for Success video course, which now has over 13,000 students on the Udemy platform and is rated at four and a half stars. Many of the students have written in their reviews and they've found extremely helpful the sections on networking and on conversations to help them succeed in the professional world. And I've had a number of people say that should be a compulsory course for every young professional who is starting out in the corporate world. And you know, a number of experienced people who have taken this course said they wish they had this training before. So if this is something that you want to learn more about, if it's something you want to work on, then head over to my website, executive-impressions.com forward slash video courses, and you'll be able to find out more about this course, or you can go to the show notes for this episode and the link will be there for you to go straight to the course and check out the free preview videos and description and other reviews and recommendations of students who have taken the course. There's also a discount coupon in there for you. Well, I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.